Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you joined us. Steve Pose alongside Aaron Evernham. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. I am really, really good. Now I get to see sprint cars. Yeah, I was going to say, you got the weekend off from that real job, right? Got the weekend off from the real job, so I went and saw sprint cars, so I'm good. I'm, I've got, I'm, I'm tuned up. I'm ready to go. So uh, it is good. I was just thinking about this. How many championships do we have represented with our guest here with Brad Sweet and Ricky <laughs> Warner? Quite a few. Holy cow. Um, we've got quite a few championships. So that's what we're doing here today. Brad Sweet and Ricky Warner. How about that? Sure. It's quite Pretty the lineup. right there, ain't it? Sure is. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yes, this is Wing Nation. Um, I mentioned I did go see some sprint car racing. Um, Carolina Sprint Tour um, is our local 305 series, Race Saver, uh, race saver 305 series. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they opened their season up over at Harris Speedway, a track I'd never been to in Rutherfordton, which is about an hour. Oh, my hour. gosh. You were right by the horse show. Oh, you! I should you have were. come up. I should and if I knew up. there was sprint cars up the road, I would have. Oh, my gosh, yes. How did I not put two and two together? Yeah. Yeah, no, we were in right Tryon just down the road. Oh, Tryon, yeah, you're not that far from me. So, um, <laughs> you know, it was great. Um, it was the uh, Carolina Sprint Tour uh, season opener. Um, this is a, this is, and I think I mentioned this last week, they've done a really nice job with this. Sean Vardell is overseeing it, and he's done a really nice job with it. Um, and they've been a little bit all over the map with, you know, five shows at Carolina and here and there. Yeah. And I think it looks like to me, and I haven't really talked to Sean about it, but there's 15 races this year, which seems very manageable yeah. for these mom-and-pop teams, these small teams. But they actually have a race in Smoky Mountain, Tennessee, Livonia, Georgia. And so it's it's less races, but a little bit more destination branching places out. branching out. And, you know, so Harris Speedway, I think Harris has had multiple dates. They have their one and only date. And they, it was a great, great night of racing. Steve Cerniak. You know Steve. Name he, he's familiar, from yeah. Carlisle, Pennsylvania. He's been down here forever. He's run 360s. He's just a really, really good guy. Steve Cerniak picked up the win. 
Um, he's going to be tough to handle this year in that tour. He's a 2008 champion, 2014. He's won the championship. No, it was in 2008. He's won the championship in the past. Might have been 2018. That might be it. Um, he's won the championship in the past, and he's been running some 360s and trying to do this and trying to do that, but he's got himself a ride with the 305s, and uh, he picked up the win. Um, just a great night of racing. Awesome. Just great. So uh, I love our Carolina Sprint Tour fans and, uh, and friends. I like a, you know, and, I, and, I've, and I've stated this so many times over and over again, there's so much good sprint car racing. Yes, Wing Nation, we focus on 410 sprint car racing. And because that's the Mac Daddy of them all. Mm-hmm. That's the big, but 360, 358s in Pennsylvania and 305s, man, there's great racing out yeah. there and great racers doing it. So it was awesome. It really was. I also, I, I watched something unfold this weekend and I don't know if you caught it or not. Atomic Speedway. Okay. They had bad weather Saturday night. Okay. You know how we get into the debate. Oh, they should have canceled. No, they should have raced. Yeah. Oh, they should have canceled. Oh, they should have raced. Okay, Charlie Vest and Dave Andrews are the guys running it there. And said, all right, folks, Sunday forecast looks fine. If we sell 1,000 tickets online, we'll race on Sunday. Well, all of those, well, they should have raced, or they should have used Sunday rain date, didn't buy tickets. Didn't put their money where their mouth was. They, I think I heard they sold, Justin Feeder said, they sold over 500 tickets, which is good, which is great. Yeah. But they opted not to do it. I just think that we live in a world where so many people have so many things to say. Mm. You got a lot of things to say. You think tomorrow's a great day to race, then buy your tickets now. Yeah, yeah. Put your money where And I love is. that they did that. I love, I, I love where we're at in our society now, in our world. I love that Lincoln jumped onto that Thursday night. Yeah. And got a successful, highly successful. Yes, some guys were not able to go, and some people it was inconvenient for. Yes. But... Do you just prefer to sit and wait for 7 o'clock on Saturday night and rain, cancel every race if it rains? I mean, yeah. I love that they did that. I I, I, I was fascinated when they did it. And um, I just, I think it's, I, I think, you know, it, it, that's that's what it was in Pennsylvania this weekend. You know, yeah. Port should have canceled. They shouldn't have canceled. BAP should have canceled. They shouldn't have canceled. Uh, or, or Lincoln should have canceled. They shouldn't have canceled. Everyone's screaming and hollering. I like what they did at Atomic. It's like, you want to scream yeah. and holler? Well, you, you want to race? You want a Sunday rain day? Buy a ticket. Well, you know, people start talking with their credit cards, and maybe they speak a little bit louder than they do yeah, on Twitter. Sure. Um, so I love that they do it. I think this is part of where we're at as a sport, to innovate, to move, to be flexible, and to try things. You know, Lord knows. We, they might have sold 1,500 tickets. Yep. And everyone might have been like, oh, my God, we're going to do that the rest of the time. We don't know. Until you try it. And I love that Atomic tried it. I actually have a trip to Atomic later on this year. I can't wait to get up there and see what they're doing. It's been a couple of years. And uh, it's, on my, it's on my docket for their Ohio Speed Week show. And um, I, I love going up there. Who doesn't love Chillicothe, Ohio? I mean, the, the Danny Smith's home. Absolutely. Yeah. So You can get some Skyline while you're up get there. Some, that's right. Craig Morrow, uh, Skyline Chili up there. Yep. Exactly. Man, I forgot about that, Gregor. Oh, <laughs> no, I've been on really good behavior with my eating other than my burger madness stuff. Well, I was here's what say, you do. Wait a second. I saw a few meals that look Well, no, no, good no. We've got in we've got okay, now we're way off on a tangent here. We got to keep rolling here, but uh in Cabarrus County they're doing this thing called Burger Madness where they have 15 restaurants are doing a burger contest. Oh. <laughs> it's stupid. I mean, this is just this is DUM dumb how good this is. And my daughter and I, we've done four of them or something like that. But the they're like extreme. Like the one yesterday was Aces, which is over here by Concord Mills. 
and there's a uh, an egg over the top of that, um, yeah. uh, a soft boiled egg over top of that. I mean, just stupid. So on your on your way to Ohio. Okay, I'm away. What do I need West to do Virginia, here in West Virginia? Tudor's yep. Biscuit World. Tudor's Biscuit World. Oh, you've told Tudor, me about that. Yes, okay. Tudor's Biscuit World. I need to remember that because I usually will stop like somewhere and do a regular biscuit, and then I go drive by Tudor's and I'm like, oh, there's the one Craiger because there's one right along um, right along 77 there. I see right, it. Right. Yes. Yeah, there's a few of them. Yes. Okay. A number of them. Tudor's Biscuit World. Then Ohio Skyline, of course, and and while you're there, and I know Chillicothe has one. A UDF shake. Oh, no, I've done UDF shakes. Oh, yeah. I've done oh, that. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. UDF See, shakes. I've done Barry, UDF come on. Shakes. You've had UDF shakes, uh-huh. right? Come on. Yeah. Sure. I know. I have no UDF idea. UDF shakes. United no, again, I get I, it. UDF shakes are awesome. Um, former producer Brian Nelson here. We're sipping on UDF <laughs> shakes. Were you there, Craig, yeah, for that one? Yeah. I was there. So you could almost taste the cow. And it was like. Oh. Well, yeah, I know. That really wasn't a compliment of the UDF shakes. Yeah. But we're laughing in the car. We were dying in the car. I thought you were there, Craig. Um, okay, there's food talk here on Wing Nation. So um, good, good stuff. So uh, back to Atomic. I'm excited. Uh, get up to Chillicothe. Uh, last time I was in Chillicothe, I drank beer with Tim Schaefer until way too late oh, in the morning. Gosh. So imagine there. There's a shocker, too. Speaking Aliquippa. Speaking Aliquippa. Yes, we were all speaking Aliquippa that Was night, he mentoring so. you? Uh, he Remember? Was, yes, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Jacob. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mentoring. Yeah, yes. he was talking about how he was mentoring. I was mentoring. like, wait. Yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah. Tim, Tim Schaefer's your mentor? mentoring someone? Yeah, exactly. Love him dearly, but. Yeah. Mentor? Hmm. Good stuff. So we'll see what happens. Chillicothe, Ohio. Atomic. Gregory, you can just edit out the last five minutes of bantering, not about sprint car talk. We'll be just fine. Um, after racing product hot topics, World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink, Sprint Cars, Friday Night Talladega, Short Track, Buddy Kofoid, not a shocker. No. That young man is going to be in victory lane a lot this yes. year. Buddy Kofoid, Brad Sweet, Spencer Baston, Saturday, Magnolia, Mississippi, Brad Sweet, David Gravel, Sheldon Hodenshield, 80th career win for Brad. 80 career wins. The only three guys that have gotten to 80 wins faster Sammy, Steve, and Doug. Yeah. You don't even have to go last names with those three. No, no, no. You're in I mean, damn good company. You're in damn good company with that. We're going to talk to Brad. Uh, Pennsylvania Lincoln Chase Dietz has a new team, new program this year, and he uh, won at Lincoln on Saturday. And Anthony Macri, uh, with his new crew chief, um, picked up the win. Um, is it Mooney? Joe Mooney, I think it is. He used to be a KKR's car chief. Mm-hmm. And so Anthony Macri got his first win of the season. So, and uh, Sprint Car Challenge Tour, Placerville, Justin Sanders got a second Placerville win in a row. So there you have it. Our Hefner Racing Product Hot Topics. HRP Wings are the original recessed rivet wing manufacturer. They use wind tunnel and track performance testing to outpace industry and design, innovation, and functionality. And they're not only for sprint cars, but lightning sprints, micros, and junior sprints. And they can ship across the world and be economically ground shipped to your door. www.hrpracing.com. That's hrpracing.com. Stay with us when we come back. The Big Cat, Brad Sweet, he joins us next. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing, August 31st, September 1st and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink. Sprint cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the World of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. 
Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation. Let's go to the Sage Fruit Hotline. Joining us fresh off from that trip to Victory Lane at Magnolia, Mississippi, the four-time World of Outlaw champ, the Big Cat, or as my bunky buddy Uncle Skate will say, El Gato Grande. That's what he calls him, El Gato Grande. <laughs> Uncle Skate, Brad Sweet joins us. Hello, Brad. How are you? Oh, thanks. I think I think Uncle Skate's more famous than me nowadays. Uh, seems like he's uh, he's everywhere and his stickers are everywhere, so... Yeah, uh, we always got to give him a hard time. He is man. It's uh, Uncle Skate is is like um, Scott Philistine, I think is his real name. He is Brad's number one fan, and uh, I love I love I, when I go to a race and he's there. It is really really cool, and I would dare say that Uncle Skate and Brad and everybody else in Sweet Nation are happy. Uh, congratulations, getting that first win of the season it had to be nice to get that done on Saturday night, Brad. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's good, yeah, obviously, to get the first outlaw win out of the way. We started strong at Volusia and. And got an all-star win down there, and then you know never never was able to get back to victory lane. And so you're always uh, you know striving to get the first one and build some momentum and, and some confidence with the race team. So uh, it seems like you know the last few weeks we we you know had a had a pretty good uh, balance, and you know had some things go our way too. Um, you know, but the car's starting to feel better and better, and, and we're starting to make really good changes with the car. So. Uh, excited to get racing. Hopefully, you know, we just keep getting some good weather and we can get some races in and, and build some more momentum. Brad, that was your 80th World of Outlaw win. And I know as a driver, you're always, you know, more worried about the the wins in the future. But when you take a second to reflect on that, how cool is that? And there's only three other drivers that have gotten to that number quicker, and that's Steve, Sammy, and Doug. Um, just talk about when you kind of take a step back and look and think about that, what it means to you. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you, you don't, like I've always said, like the, the stats and stuff, you just, like when you're in the moment, you just don't realize it, you know. So like, you know, when, when something like that pops up, it's it's kind of like, wow, you know. And then you do a little reflecting, like you kind of look at the list and go through all the wins and, you know, kind of think about those nights that, you know, all, all the good nights that you had. And uh, it sure does remind you, you know, why you do it. It's, it's gratifying, you know, all the grinding and hard work and sacrifice, you know, to, to kind of see those stats. And, you know, uh, those memories created and, uh, you know, everything that we've been able to accomplish. And, you know, we, we set a lot of high goals uh, for our race team and, and KKR and, and NAP Auto Parts. And so just looking at all that, it's just very gratifying. It's, uh, it's cool. It's, uh, we're certainly not done yet, but, um, you know, it's a, it's a great milestone. And, and any time that you start getting mentioned, you know, alongside Steve or Sammy or Doug Wolfking, I mean, obviously those are just absolute legends of, the, of our sport. And, uh, it's pretty crazy. I never really thought my name would be uh, anywhere near any of those guys. So um, not that we, not that we are, but uh, you know, certainly cool to get to 80. Um, you know, it doesn't feel like a short amount of time, but but the fact that we were able to do it in the fourth shortest amount of time is pretty cool. It is. It is really, really neat. That's for sure. And uh, keep building. You're gonna. You're keep building, and you're you. If you're not there, you're gonna be in that same category. Brad, you just mentioned the last couple of weeks that you felt really good about your race car. Coincidentally, the last couple of weeks, 
there's been this new tire, and you're kind of our first veteran driver. We had Devin Borden on last week. We talked a little bit about him. He's a, he's a younger driver. Uh, you're our first veteran driver with this new tire. Now you've got three races under your belt. What's your what's your take on it? It seems like it's working well, but what's uh, what's your read on the new tire? Yeah, I mean, I just, uh, you know, certainly I uh, paid Hoosier a lot of money to, you know, give these tires exactly how I wanted them, so. Uh, it's nice to see it, it paying off. But. Wow. Man, oh, man. You know, uh, Steve Steve, Doug and Sammy couldn't call Hoosier and give them the right compound, Brad. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, you got to stir the pot a little here. But, no, it's, it's uh, you never know when, when something like this happens, like, a, you know, when a new tire comes out or a new brand or, you know, and I've, I've been through a little bit of it. You know, we went through good years, and I remember, you know, always trying to trying to find a balance. And then when we go to Australia, there's some different – tires with American racers and, and Hoosier has kind of a different build tire down there. So um, we, we certainly didn't know what we were going to get. Um, you know, it's still very early on in the process, but it certainly uh, uh, fit what I like uh, so far and, and the feel I'm trying to get, I've been able to get, uh, you know, um, a lot quicker and a lot of stuff that, that I want my race car to do. It's, it's making a lot of sense to me. So I think there's just, you know, it's something where I have a lot of experience, my race team has a lot of experience, so I think we're able to adapt, uh, you know, maybe a touch quicker than some of the, the you know, younger teams or, or less experienced teams and drivers. So, um, yeah, I think it's just, to me, it's brought the driver back into it a little bit more. Um, I think there's more finesse. Um, you, you know, you really have to get your car balanced right, and you see when a car is unbalanced, uh, it's extremely hard to drive, and you can see the driver's really you know, struggling to get a, get a hold of uh, the racetrack. So I think there's a lot of factors there. And, um, you know, I certainly, you know, like the challenge. I like that we, you know, that we kind of stirred the pot a little bit. I think when we stay on the same tire and same compound for, you know, eight, nine years, like we have, I think everyone gets so refined with their setups and, you know, just the way that they're able to, to always, you know, uh, counter whatever's happening, you know, through driving or, or whatnot. Um, it, I think it just made it really hard to pass. It made it hard to, you know, get your car better than the next guy. So, um, you know, I think it's, I think it's healthy. I think it's good. And, um, you know, I think there's a long way to go. I think there's going to be guys that, you know, certainly will, will keep figuring it out and keep getting better. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we can kind of stay, you know, towards the forefront of that group. Brad, when you mentioned it puts a little bit more control in the driver's seat and it takes a little bit more finesse, you mean like obviously the car has to have good balance. You have to find it. But does that more throttle control, hitting your lines just perfect, what do you mean when you say it, it requires the driver to have a little bit more finesse? Well, I don't want to give away all my secrets, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think you kind of you know nailed it. it, it it's just every – it's all the detail stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, I think that, that, you know, certain tires and certain tracks, you know, it's a, it's more about just, uh, you know, running more throttle. And I think certainly these tires uh, seem to be happier, you know, maybe off throttle and, and definitely getting your car, you know, a lot more balanced. And, you know, if you're just a little bit off, it seems you're, it seems like you're a lot off compared to what it used to be. So um, you'll see guys, you know, really struggling um, where, you know, we could be off a little bit with the old tires and it seemed like, you know, maybe they'll just kind of, uh, be able to figure it out or whatever, but it, it definitely seems different now. And I, I think, you know, it's going to, it's going to definitely come down to the guys really getting their cars, cars right more often. And I think you're going to see more passing and people will be able to drive through the field. You know, I think you already can kind of see that with, 
mm-hmm. kind of what David Gravel did the other night and, and what some other guys have, have been able to do. So, yeah, it's a, it's a change, you know, and, and uh, I don't think it's a bad change for sure. Neat stuff, that's for yeah. sure. You mentioned about you and your guys and some veteran experience able to get your car together. You and Eric have a number of years together, all those championships together. Um, so I, I, it's really a kind of a weird two-part question. How important is that as you guys roll along to have that chemistry? And yet, I'm asking about chemistry, but you did lose your car, Chief. Joe Mooney went over and is now working with Anthony Macri. You brought in Ty Wolfgang. How important is chemistry, but then bringing new people in? How are you balancing all of that, Brad? Yeah, I mean, I think Eric's the leader of our team and, and has been, you know, since he's gotten there and he's gained the experience with me. So, you know, he understands uh, me as a person, me as a driver, you know, and how to, you know, keep keep working on things. He's, you know, attention to details and he has a lot of experience. So, you know, I think that's the, the main key is, is Eric is, you know, running the team. And so when we when we lose Joe, obviously, you know, and he deserved the opportunity to, to go do something, uh, you know, next you know next chapter for him is is a crew chief and you know so we're happy for him um you know and obviously we we've obviously worked together a long time so we we thought he deserved that opportunity and and Ty's kind of the next you know he's a younger guy uh he spent a year with with KKR on Casey's car and uh it was a good opportunity for him to bring him over so he's kind of already groomed a little bit and then you know with Eric's leadership and then uh you know my experience and then obviously Andrew has been with me since 2018 too so you know to keep two two people with me as long as we have. I mean, it's just a very well oiled machine. So it's a lot easier to, to replace the, you know, the one missing link that, that we're missing. But, um, you know, I think it just comes down to uh, we've just, you know, been been through so many scenarios and had so much experience. I mean, before uh, me, it was, you know, Eric had worked under Ricky Warner with Donnie Schatz and, you know, at TSR. And, you know, he's done some other things. So, um, you know, it's a lot of experience. For two guys and and this sport certainly experience uh knowledge you know uh just just keeping your your cool uh, you know in certain situations i mean all that st- stuff adds up and um you know when you win championships you know certainly validates everything you're doing so you gain a lot of confidence and and uh we've been able to kind of carry that through um and obviously uh when you win and start winning and you know that just when you're when you're a good team it, it certainly just kind of compounds and, and helps us gain more momentum and obviously hopefully we can win a lot of races this year no doubt something experienced something veteran you eric and, and and andrew and that team something new two weeks from tonight is the kickoff of the high limit series of course there was a race last year uh Chilary got away from you guys as far as that goes Brad, you know, we had you on Wing Nation. We 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 talked about this. There was a lot of drama. There's a lot of angst. There's a lot of hand-wringing and everything. Okay, we're all set on what the policies, what the rules, what the World of Outlaws done, what you guys did. As you're sitting here now two weeks out from the High Limits race, Lakeside, one of the big 50-plus 50, 50 grand win to win races, um, just kind of your take on on how this thing has evolved, the field of cars, and and where you guys are at now as we're as we're getting closer and closer to this tour kicking off. <laughs> it's exciting, yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of uh, you know a lot of talk, but at the end of the day, I think it's just you know it's a it's something that we're trying to do you know to add add to sprint car racing, and uh, it's exciting to start to see it come to come to life. You know, it's a lot of work uh, behind the scenes. You know, a lot of working with uh, promoters and trying to build these events and, you know, the rules and all the all the administrative type stuff, uh, you know, is tricky. And, 
and we we have certainly you know a lot of interest from race teams and that's that's really exciting that kind of validates what we're doing uh the fact that we're getting so much support so it's going to be fun to keep announcing our our driver lineup i think it's going to be you know pretty surprising how many uh teams we have signed up and how many teams are going to follow our our tour so uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's healthy for sprint car racing to to have a little competition to, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, build these purses up and, and give these drivers and teams, you know, a little extra money to race for. Um, you know, we're certainly excited and uh, we just want to put on great shows and, you know, middle of the week to pay 50000 to win at Lakeside. I think uh, it's a really exciting and fun event. Shane Stewart's involved, uh, Trackhouse Racing's involved. You know, the Lakeside Speedway has been a great, you know, partner as well. So, you know, Kyle and I are, are very excited and uh, can't wait to get there. We'll be racing, uh, you know, then and all our family will be there, you know, supporting on the promotion side. And, and uh, obviously we hope we have a great crowd and, and get it kicked off with some momentum here. Okay. And did you say you're you're racing in that one? Did you say that? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's one yeah, of your, I, I kind of feel like. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, that's that's one, yeah, of your, yeah, so, that's one of your to choose. Yeah, exactly. So I, I feel like, you know, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I kind of feel like the 50,000 to wins are going to be the, the kind of the no-brainers of, of when you're going to get those really stout elite, uh, you know, cars to show up. And, and you know, uh, with every, you know, basically everyone kind of coming together for, for a midweek show, it'll be pretty exciting, I think, uh, to watch for a fan for sure. I, I agree with you, and I'm so pumped about what you guys are going to have. Uh, I actually, I actually uh, may be able to catch Kyle Larson's plane and get to some of the races. I'm, I'm working on that detail with uh, working on that detail, and I'm so excited about it. I really am. Uh, you talk about a lot of drivers getting involved, and this is the final question for you. But when Justin Marks, Trackhouse Racing, and Shane Stewart say they want to be involved in too, that's more industry types. I know Shane is a driver, former driver, but when industry types like that get to be that, that's got to feel like a pretty good endorsement as well, Brad. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think our concept and, and what we're trying to do has been well-received. Uh, obviously, you know, track house racing and, and Shane Stewart. And then, you know, even, at, uh, you know, Sheldon, Sheldon Hottenchild getting involved in, and there's been many other drivers that, you know, are, are exploring this other option. So, you know, we want, we want drivers to, to learn more about the business. We want them to, you know, maximize their likeness if they want to, you know, be associated with an event at their local track or help support, you know, their local region. We're all about those types of things. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's all about coming together and, and uh, you know, trying to put on, you know, really compelling, exciting races. Um, you know, that's the goal of the high limit is to, basically push the purses up make make sprint car racing as as big and, and as fun as possible and you know uh it's, it definitely validates it when we when we get the support that we've gotten from you know across the board um you know there's there's been very little pushback and you know i understand maybe the other side doesn't doesn't love exactly what we're doing but um you know at the end of the day we're we're definitely you know trying to make sprint car racing uh bigger and better Boy, there's a lot of racers going to be racing for a lot of money this year. That's for sure, and that's not a bad thing for sure. Brad, congratulations on the win at Magnolia. And, Al, as always, we do appreciate your time, your con- your insight, uh, your candor. We always love chatting with you. Thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hopefully we uh, we chat a lot this year. Let's, let's plan on it. There we go. That is the big cat, Brad Sweet, joining us fresh off from that win at Magnolia. When we come back, we're going to go to the other side of the equation. Well, the other side of the driver crew chief equation, that is. Ricky Warner, he joins us next. 
The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds, Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus, you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway, featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. Wing Nation continues on. Let's get right back to the Sage Fruit Hotline. A week ago, we talked about Rico Abreu picking up that win up at Lincoln Speedway. World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car wins. Uh, we tried to get Rico. We tried to get his crew chief, Ricky Warner. The the the, the schedules were uh, out of sync as far as that goes. But Rick said, hey, let's do it next week. And here we are next week. Joining us, crew chief for Rico Abreu, the great Ricky Warner joins us. Hello, Ricky. How are you? Good. Glad to be here. Good to chat with you. Um, had to be really, really cool to uh, go up there to Lincoln last week with uh, with your young driver, second year on the program for you and Rico, and uh, to ticket to the Outlaws and to the Posse. Had to be a pretty, pretty good, uh, pretty good afternoon for you guys. Yeah, you don't know, you don't know what to expect. To be in the first night, and everything went pretty smooth, and had a little luck in the feature, and still was able to finish and. Um, after getting in an incident with Freddie and then picking up the win. So it was a pretty good night for the first night out. Yeah, I'd say. Ricky, what has the transition been like after all your success with Donnie to, to move to Rico's program, but to not have to run a full schedule like you used to? Uh, just just talk about the transition and working with Rico after all those years with one driver. I mean, for me personally, it just takes some pressure off. Mm-hmm. and. You know, for what I got going on in my life right now, that's a better deal for me. Racing with Rico is probably, it's completely different than racing with Don. You know, he has a different way he wants to feel. And, um, you know, when you get him right on his feel, he does really good. Just like, you know, most guys, they just have a different feel for each guy, what he wants to feel or how he wants to drive or his style. So um just still working on getting caught up with him on, what I need to be doing to, you know, to help him because I can't always, you know, do everything I'm used to doing and throw new tires in the whole mix. You know, some of the stuff you did just doesn't look right anymore. So you, everybody's kind of searching to get that, get that feel back or, you know, get your consistency back where every night you're starting from, you know, your, your base point that you usually start in your setup and then go from there. So everybody's kind of at the, moving target right now for a lot of guys. So, Yeah, I want to talk about the tires here in a little bit, but I do want to follow up a little bit. Rico and Donnie, drastically different. Are there some similarities? Are they very close to each other? How do, how do you compare the two drivers that you're, you're, you're building these cars for? Just uh, 
you know, just like a generic thing between the two of them. You know, Don kind of likes a tighter feel, and Rico kind of, I wouldn't say looser. He just likes to roll a lot more. Like his his style's a little bit different. And, you know, he has some limitations with compared to a taller person with longer arms. You know, there's a lot of stuff he deals with that, you know, for a long time I, did, I didn't know that. And But once you start racing with him, then, you know, there's just different things you got to do to make it easier for him where other guys don't don't seem to bother them very much. So, And when you get him right, he does everything right. And Saturday night proved that at Lincoln, so he did a really good job. And um, Zach Middlebrooks and Brady Forbrook, they did a good job. So it was a good night for everybody. Yeah, Rico certainly is a wheel man. I wanted to ask you, Ricky, after all those years of running the full tour, being on the road, being around it, and I know you, I've known you a long time, you live, eat, and breathe, think in sprint car racing and how to make the car faster. Is it different not being at the racetrack as often and being at the shop more? I mean, from the racing standpoint, you want to be racing all the time Mm -hmm. so you can, you know, just be better at your setups or your routine gets better and stuff like that. I, I think. I don't know anybody on Allo Tour that wouldn't want to just pick and choose. I think that's what everybody wants to do. Mm-hmm. If they could, if they could, if they could do it. Um, that said, you know, a lot of it when you sign up for the tour, you know, there's benefits of that, and and that's part of getting the benefits. You have to run all the races, so it's definitely a little easier when you don't have to do everything. But we we're still racing, you know, a lot out all races some high limit stuff, all stars, we'll, we'll hit it all. So it, that, that to me is fun mm-hmm. after doing, you know, 20 some years of just doing the outlaw deal. So huh. it, it's a, it's a different way to do it. And, and I think you enjoy it more. Yeah. 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 I, I, I kind of like the sounds of that. That's for sure. Uh, let's talk a little bit about it. We talked to Brad sweet before you were on the show and uh, he has adapted very quickly and very well to the new tire. Uh, what are the characteristics of this tire? Your three races into it with, uh, with you and Rico, um, what have you learned about it? What are some similarities? What are differences? What types of things can you tell us about this new Hoosier tire? I think everybody just has a freer feel. You know, a lot of guys like them. And, um, you know, some of the older mechanics, I think they like you, you get to work on your car again as far as stuff you do during the night to get, you know, hooked to the racetrack. The other tire, you're always kind of tight all the time, so you had to run your car a certain way that it, that it, you know the driver could drive it in traffic and didn't get tight, but it seems like you can, you know you can go back and do some old school stuff where you can wind corners that you you know for a couple of years you haven't been able to really touch because you just get too tight. So um, yeah, I think and it makes it fun for everybody. I think when they change something like this, it kind of shakes everything up a little bit. You know, the guys with the most experience and can drive their with their foot and stuff you know when stuff changes that they're usually the guys that rise to the top so it um i think you know everybody has to make the change so it it's just been fun trying to figure out you know what else you can do ricky as far as the tires go what is the the biggest difference the right rear tire is a harder compound is it i know the sidewalls are a little bit different what do you see as as making the biggest difference i i as far as talking to neil you know they move some spring rate around guys you know, the right rear that we've been running kind of runs folded under the car a lot, and that didn't have, you know, guys don't have a secure field car. They can't feel the right rear. The left rear probably had a little bit more spring rate in it where it was hard to get down at certain places or 
you know, you just had to run stuff different. Now it's just, you know, the left rear consensus in the pits from guys talking is left rear gets down easier and you can, you know, you can run in further with your right rear and do stuff to make your car tighter because the, the right rear is more forgiving. So that's, as far as I know, that's the only change right now. I, d- I don't know if the compounds are much different, I, but I know the construction's different and the tread pattern's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a video piece that uh, that the World of Outlaws put out, and they showed a bunch of that. It was, it was fascinating to see it. It really, truly was. Ricky, where's, where are you guys based out of? Where's the team based out of? Where do you where do you work from? Where's home base for you guys, other than some hotel parking we're, lot? <laughs> we're, when we're not on the road, we're in Brownsburg, Indiana at um, – Joe Saldana's complex. We're actually in Joey's old shop. And, um, yeah, it's about two miles from the house, so it makes everything really good. Nice. So I've been watching Rico's new YouTube page and, and all these videos. How do you like being uh, the, the <laughs> one of the stars on the old <laughs> YouTube channel? Um, I, <laughs> there's so much stuff going on there during the day with him and, you know, with the team. So you just kind of roll with everything and you, Sometimes you don't even know he's making videos, but he, you know, he's just doing his thing, and the guys are working. So it it, it makes for good entertainment at the shop. <laughs> I am sure it does. Rico and good entertainment yeah. kind of go hand in hand as far as that go. Final question for you, Rick. Uh, how are you doing? I know you've you've scared us a few times with some health issues and stuff like that. How's how's the battle going? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm going. Everything's stable now, and it, nothing's really growing. They got me on immunotherapy i do it um twice a day i have to take pills and three times a week or every three weeks i have to do an infusion so you just plan it with the schedule and it doesn't really affect me as far as working or anything it's just you have to keep doing what they tell you to do but other than that i feel good and want to go racing and having fun right now we love it. We're glad to hear that. That is for sure. Always a pleasure to chat. Love seeing you guys win that race up at Lincoln. Ricky, we appreciate it. Thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. We'll talk to you down the road. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. There we go. Hashtag Tricky Ricky 717. Rick, <laughs> and, 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 and budding YouTube star, too. Yeah, yeah. Have you watched any of the videos? I have not. I saw Rico's doing it, and I was set down to look at one of them, and something happened when the kids text or something yeah. like that, and I didn't get it. Uh, Rico is just the best. He's he really just, is. He and is. believe it or not, during these videos, Ricky's always working on the car. Imagine that. <laughs> um, that now, there's not. that's not a shocker at all. Uh, I want to jump on one thing real quick here. Brad Sweet says this tire is putting it more into the driver's hand. Ricky Warner says, I think old school mechanics are going to like it because they have to work on their car to get it. That, to me, sounds like a win-win. Yeah, great combination. Sounds like a great combination for sure. Stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Schatz and the rest of the World of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com.
Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com. Our Hall of Fame and Museum birthday calendar. Kind of a quiet week today. Hank Arnold and Jay Gordon Betts. Jay Gordon Betts, class of 2002, born in 1918. His father, Fred Doc Betts, was the track superintendent at Los Angeles Motor Speedway. Aaron, that was one of those board tracks. So cool. The board tracks were just yeah. awesome. Amazing and yeah. crazy. Crazy. Exactly. Uh, Gordon started working the pit window at Legion Ascot Speedway at 15 years old. So the 15-year-old was telling kids 15-year-old, you can't race because you're not 16 years old. Um, by 17, he was a chief steward apprentice for the Auto Club um, Auto Club of America. Uh, um, is it AAA? Auto Club of America. I think <laughs> that's what it is. Um, by 23, he's overseeing uh, the tour and ultimately the West Coast. In 1955, AAA left racing. That's moved over to USAC. For 11 years, he was the chairman of the uh, ACCUS, the Automotive Competition Committee of the United States. Great, great and storied career in the management of motorsports. Forever enshrined at the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Passed away in 2009, but you can learn all about him and so much more at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum out in Knoxville, Iowa. This weekend, World of Outlaws, back to where it all started, Aaron. Devil's Bowl Speedway, the Texas Outlaw Nationals. We talked to Terry Gray on uh, for our Sage Fruit Show yesterday. Terry was at that race, finished 20th in that race. Oh, that's cool. And he I talked about Terry. being in a parking lot with Ted Johnson telling about his vision for that's the World so of Outlaws. Neat. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, the, the, the Folks, the Terry Gray Show on MAV-TV, uh, make sure you stay to the last answer because the last answer about had all of us bawling our eyes out. No. So Terry is just, but Terry is great. So the Outlaws return to Texas. NARC, King of the West Series, they kick off their year with the Asparagus Cup. Uh, Tony Nassetti is the uh, track promoter at Stockton. He's also an asparagus farmer. And this weekend is the Asparagus Festival at the San Joaquin County Fairgrounds where the track is. So why not have an Asparagus I'm, Cup I like race? it. I had, uh, when I went out there, I flew up with Tony Stewart from Auto Club Speedway, and Gary Selzy walks up to me. Of course, when Gary Selzy walks up to you, you know you're interested. And he hands me this bundle um, of asparagus. And I'm like, why is Gary Selzy handing me? Uh, Tony had dropped off uh, baskets and baskets of asparagus, big cardboard boxes of asparagus. And uh, Gary was just sharing it with everybody. And so I had asparagus was outstanding. So the Asparagus Cup is this weekend. ASCS National Tour, Jackson, Mississippi, kicking it off with two nights of racing. Williams Grove, fingers crossed. Attica, fingers crossed. Lincoln, Port, St. Francis County, Wayne County. Bridgeport races on Sunday. It is going to be awesome, awesome weekend. And, uh, yeah, our Wing Nation program presented by Sage Fruit, Wednesday night on Rev, Friday afternoon. And remember that new time, Friday afternoon, 1230. Um, Terry Gray joined us, and he was, in a word, awesome. He talked about, I didn't even realize this, Terry was the youngest mechanic to be a championship-winning crew chief for the World of Outlaws. With Sammy. Yeah. With Sammy, uh, with the Nance car. And then he talked about how midway through the next year, 
traveling up and down the road with the same people could get a little old and you want to go back to driving. And I'm thinking to myself, well, Sammy's not intense or anything. So, um, But, no, it was great. It was our visit. You've got to check it out this weekend. Really, really good stuff. We appreciate you joining us here on the regular program as well. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. You can find our stuff at ShopWingNation.com. That's ShopWingNation.com or wherever Justin Peck and the Book Motorsports teams go. Sky has got a great big batch of new apparel, and it is awesome. So fun, fun stuff, that is for sure. We appreciate Brad Sweet and Ricky Warner joining us. Man, well, I'll tell you, they, they are just really good dudes. I love that we get a chance to talk to them, and I love that we get a chance to talk to you, our Sprint Car fans. She's Aaron Everham. I'm Steve Post. Thanks for joining us this week here on Wing Nation. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.